Welcome to Popular Fanatics. I am Chad Perkins. Across from the table from me is Greg Casey. Greg. Hey. 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 How's it going? It's going good. It's good. going good. Good, yeah. good, good. On this episode of Popular Fanatics, we're going to be talking about the Golden Globes. And no, we're not talking about Jennifer Aniston's breasts. And, or Jennifer Lopez's. Dang it. That's okay. They both have boobs. It which, is. Which could be construed as globes. It is Jennifer Lopez. You're right. And that's according to, Jeremy, considering the to tan, Jeremy Renner. There were a lot of tan there was a lot of tanner out there, so there were a lot of golden globes. Yeah, they were. There, really. <laughs> they were. Even Kristen Wiig. Yeah. It was looking golden. But that's not all we're talking about on this show. We're also talking about uh what we're looking forward to in twenty fifteen and uh we might talk a little bit about twenty fourteen since it just eclipsed and other goodness to be talked about. Things that are popular and that things are fanatic about. Popular fanatics. I'm sensing a theme on this edition of Popular Fanatics. It's time to cook white, see some blue. Finny Jacob Math Sacklos Kelly, it's true. The cat in the wall, eh? I'm gonna call him Stampy like 60s Batman. Holy catchphrase, we're campy. We've arrested our development, maybe in cutoffs. We're uncanny Wolverine to your Cyclops. Our shots are one in a million, but you know we don't get cocky. Chunk, no Captain Chunk, the Leo, Don Rap, and Mikey. Will Jungle Phil, a pinky to your brain. Brian to your Stewie, now it's time for the refrain. It's time to find out what makes it tick. We're popular fanatics, oh yeah. Well, welcome back. It's been a little while. It has been a little while. How has how your break been, Chad? It's good. Yeah? It's good. Uh, did a little reno to the studio here, Studio A. I know, I noticed. There's new carpet, new which carpet. is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not any standing water, which is also, no. also uh, a an plus. improvement. Yes, it's yeah. also a good thing. Uh, how was yours? It was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Um, had a nice Christmas and a nice uh, New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for the parts that I remember. It's been a good start to the year. Good. So. Are you doing any resolutions? Um, no, and I don't have anything clever to talk. I mean, I, have, uh, I I tell you what I resolve. I will, my resolution for this year is to not try and come up with a witty comeback for what's your resolution this year. I break everything. I have very little willpower. Um, I've been to the gym once this year. Um, so no, and I've been eating poorly. Mm. So really my resolution would be just let's make it to 2016. Okay. You know. That's... I really want to see that Star Wars movie in December, so let's yeah. just hang around okay. for a while. So, how about you? Any resolutions? Hey, shooting low—that's always good. Um, <laughs> yeah, as always, I make tons of them, and as always, I'm not doing so great on them. But uh, I resolve to do better at my resolutions. How about that? That is that is profound. Yeah. Well, time is a flat circle. It's how I roll. You know. I saw Interstellar. I know how time works. I know. You've been having a better year than Matthew McConaughey. Got deep sixed at the Golden Globes. Mm, that's right. No wins. I'm also in those Lincoln commercials that he was in. So, Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are rough. <laughs> and they're still airing them. Yeah. They get made fun of so much. Do you think he was picked to be the spokesman of Lincoln 
when he did the Lincoln Lawyer, or do you think that the Lincoln Lawyer was created as a vehicle to promote Lincoln the car? I I think they oddly have nothing to do with each other. And do you think that, you know, people are upset that they missed the branding opportunity of having him play the Daniel Day-Lewis role in Lincoln? Because that would have been just... Wow. That's what that you call been, synergy. That would have been a trifecta yes. of awesome. Yes. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to free them slaves. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's my Matthew McConaughey impression. Hey, I'm not going to even attempt. i tell you what my resolution is. Mm-hmm. Never do that again. Okay. Yeah. I think The world's going to be better off. We can all get behind that. Yeah. Yeah, we can. So the goal, so you watched, you didn't watch them live. No. But you, you caught some of the clips. What were your impressions from the clip? Now, what did, did I'm you I'm not going to do impressions because you just did so poorly on Matthew McConaughey. We're, we're one impression, a podcast kind of show here. Right. But so what'd you think? Uh, I, I thought Breaking Bad got snubbed, not getting nominated even though it hasn't been on the air for a long time. It really needs to be. I don't see why that's a limitation. Yeah. I feel like it was that good that it should... It was better than most of what, what was on there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, from what I saw, there were some surprises and some snubs, just like there usually is. Um, what did you think of the monologue? I liked it. I did see the monologue. I watched that in its entirety. And... Comparatively to other hosts, I thought it was actually very, very good. Would you have had the balls to make the uh, Bill Cosby joke that Tina named? Which I didn't think was super funny, but if you're in their feet in that audience, it was on NBC. Right. I mean, they're just going for the jugular. I yeah. loved it. I don't know if I'd be willing to do that because they probably burned some bridges. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have, but not for that reason. Just because... Some things are so topical that you know everyone is it, who has a camera pointing at them is saying things about it. Yeah. So you could look at it as this is my chance to come up with the one joke that's going to rule them all, you know. Or you could just skip it and be like, that's almost too easy. Yeah. It's hard because you want to have the best Bill Cosby joke, but it's also too easy because. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's expecting it. Yeah. So I just would have for for gone for goon for it would have been for, for I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Yeah. They're two the two seemingly the most memorable jokes that they had were both kind of issue based. I mean, really topical. Like you said, there was the joke about Clooney, which I thought was really funny, what? where they listed all the great <laughs> things that his wife had done, and we're giving the lifetime achievement award to to her, to, husband. To her husband. Yeah. For being for playing. For playing pretend. Except for playing pretend. For my believing. Yeah. Um, it's really, and I thought uh, Clooney's speech later was really great. Um, but, uh, and then the the Bill Cosby one. So, right. and then maybe it's a conspiratorialist in me, mm. but you didn't see them hardly at all the rest of the show. And clearly, now most of that is probably because, as the Golden Globes always do, they go really long oh, yeah. and they're always running up against time. Um, but that was probably my biggest. Uh, quibble with the whole show is there mm-hmm. was not enough Tina and Amy. Hmm. Well, I mean they they are shining examples of good comics, you know, good comedians. So yeah. and good hosts. And I thought definitely, you know, that's why they were back. And it's yeah. the last time they're doing it, Oof. so we won't be able to see that anymore. 
I love the the joke about the what was it? This is the like the sixty whatever th- and final Golden Gloves. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, and I thought Ricky sure. Gervais was fantastic. Um, you could see everybody in the room get super uncomfortable <laughs> when he got up there, um, wondering who he was going to call out. So uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. As far as the the actual winners, I mean, on the you can't really really get too worked up. I don't. You shouldn't get too worked up about it. If you do. Um, we'll tweet at us and we will find you a hotline that you can call guys it's just it's yeah no it's not that important at popular fanatics on twitter but uh, in that vein i'm really irrationally angry that the affair <laughs> won for best best television series i didn't see it but there's no way it was better than that sounds really awful to say but there was kind of a consensus among tv critics that it was okay and it had some interesting things but mm-hmm. Um, was not better than Game of Thrones um, and even House of Cards. But, uh, but yeah, and then... Um, well, now, speaking of House of Cards, uh, he, he won for Best Actor, right? He did win for Best Actor. Yes. Yeah. And I'm forgetting his name, obviously. His name is Kevin Spacey. Spacey. I was Spacey-ing on his name. Sorry, folks. That's that, that's it. That's oh. the... That's we also quality have quality comedy that you will not get anywhere else. It is worth exactly what you paid for. It. We also have a one bad pun limit to the show. So one bad impersonation, one bad pun. We're set. We already really? mentioned Breaking we, Bad. So if we had been taking bets as to who was going to do the bad impression and who was going to do the bad pun, it really would have been flipped, people. I yeah. mean, um, yeah. I well. Anyway, it, that's just it, a little bit about us. New year, new rules, right? Um, and then the best uh, motion picture winner, Boyhood. Boyhood, right. That was that movie that they took 10 years to film. Is that right? Yeah, it took, it took I think, like 12 years or yeah. something to film. Now, that was on purpose. It. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just... Yeah, no, they didn't. They weren't lazy. Yeah. They filmed uh, they so you could watch the child actor age. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it. I might catch it on cable one day or, you know, on the Netflix, but mm-hmm. um, Foxcatcher, um, yeah, that looks really weird. Don't know if I'm rushing to see that one. Um, the imitation game actually did look really interesting. That's about the code breakers in World War II and Alan Turing uh, yes. and and kind of his his whole thing. And then Selma, I do want to see. And mm-hmm. the theory of everything was one that I never really thought I'd want to see, but the clips that we saw on the show made made it interesting. That's one about Stephen Hawking um, and his uh, his life before he was Stephen running Hawk. around on a motor scooter and. Talking like a computer. Talking like a robot. Yeah, and being a family guy joke. So, anyway, yeah, I thought it was good. I thought clearly the best part of the night was Michael Keaton getting really hammered and getting up and yammering on for like five minutes. Oh, man. Now, I do, I haven't seen Birdman and I really want to. I want to see it too, more so now, um, because it just seems like Michael Keaton has become um, the crazy billionaire from Batman, (laughs) Bruce uh, Bruce Wayne. He's just really nuts. The, the two movies that I most want to see that were nominated for the Globes, Birdman and Whiplash. I think Whiplash looks awesome. Yeah. That uh, drumming and jazz drumming. It's crazy. Drumming. But anyway, those were the, the Golden Globes, which lead into the rest of it. And, you know, it's just really – I feel that people in Hollywood don't get enough recognition, you know, throughout their lives – it is, and it is just so. Um, you know, not only do we have one award show, we have a whole awards season yeah. for these people because people really need to. I mean, I feel like you won't know about these people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that's only half joking because you know there are some films that you know you can learn about but i mean most of the stuff yeah um so we've got the list of what's been nominated i did not i was not one of those crazy people who live tweets or you know uh, whatever it's 6 a.m when they announce it right that's not for me no um but we saw a few movies this past year and let's uh let's see if we've actually we've seen any of them so best animated feature big hero six i didn't see that one I the box it. trolls no how to train your drag clearly no we're not we're not 12 and we're not hanging around now, I, I know kids s- who are 12, which <laughs> I think is, is a good. plus. I, uh, Michelle, a uh, friend of the show and the network, saw How to Train Your Dragon 2, and she said... Now, is she 12? She is... I should I should probably say that she's close to it. Yeah. But, but of legal age. Um, <laughs> just to keep it non-creepy. But no, she's not. She's not 12. Now, she does have nieces and nephews. I think she just saw this herself. <laughs> but yeah. she said, it, anyway, what I was getting at is she said it was very, very sad. Sad? Very sad. Like, ball your eyes out, sad. Yeah. Which. I'm crossing that one off the list. I don't want to be sad. Well, I haven't seen the first one. I don't want to feel the feelings. No, fe- feeling, feelings not are for, bad. Not for dragons. That's why I don't watch Bambi. It's not how to bury your dragon. It's how to bar- train your dragon. <laughs> how to bury your dragon. This is terrible. God. <laughs> how to bury your dragon. Also, the name of a porno that's yeah. out there. So, um, <laughs> why? I mean, why can't they get back to just you know cheerful, happy, lighthearted animated features like Dumbo, Bambi, <laughs> The Secret of Nim? I mean, these are the things we grew up on. I mean, none of this Fern Gully, the Fern Gully, the last you know, rainforest, uh, which uh, you'd have to explain, kids, what a rainforest is now. No, I'm kidding. kidding. Um, let me see. I'm yeah, looking go, keep through. Keep going down the list. I'm looking through the categories. I mean, these are just I mean, now, screamers uh, here. Uh, I know there's a big controversy about the Lego movie. Was it not nominated or? Let me see. It's not in there. Wow. Wow. Because that is one I did see, and that was a great movie. The yes, Lego movie? I just watched it by myself. I read boxed it one night. I was, you know. You I, were. I need. You made bad decisions, you know. Was, <laughs> I get it. No bad decisions that night. That movie is excellent. Really? Yes. Okay. We'll have to put it on the list. Oh, you, you need to. The Lego movie. The is Lego it just movie. A, is of people building blocks? I don't want to ruin it. Oh, it's man. actually a good I'm story. In, I'm good, intrigued now. You know, yeah. Um, we've got categories like best film editing. I really think we should go through this one. with a, No, we're not. Aww. Uh Best original song. Everything is awesome. The Lego movie. There Everything you go. is awesome. There you go. Yeah. Glory by Selma. The, oh, in Selma. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like who, Selma Hayek? Who? Best production design. Let's just go ahead and give it to the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> Though Interstellar's in there, which is a movie that we did see. We did see that. Yeah, which, which we did and a we whole to- podcast on. totally understood it. We did the, the full pop fan on mm-hmm. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew McConaughey was in that one, right? Yes. <laughs> Murph. I'm Murph. 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 we got to fix this, Murph. Um, best actor, Steve Carell, Foxcatcher. I'm always a fan of Steve Carell being I, nominated for anything. I love Steve Carell. I haven't seen the movie, but... Um, I think he's great in the things that he does. Uh, looks a little creepy in this one. I'm afraid it's going to ruin Steve Carell for me. No. Uh, Bradley Cooper in American Super... I mean, American Sniper, um, <laughs> where he just kills people. Um, that's that's what I get. I think there's more to it. I, I could be All wrong. he does is kill, kill, kill. Hmm. Um, so Benedict uh, Cumberbatch, a.k.a. Uh, when you say that name, women start to scream. I don't know why. For the imitation game, 
Michael Keaton also played a dragon. Michael Keaton in A Fifth of Whiskey for Birdman, um, <laughs> and Eddie Redmayne in The Theory of Everything, um, huh. aka. Now he just got married right before award season, which uh-huh. and he's going to look back I think one day and say that is terrible timing. Uh, he should have. He should have. You know put off the the thing for a little while because you know you're in an Oscar two or three years yeah two or three years Mm -hmm. you know come back revisit best actress um Marion Cotillard Cotillard for two days one night um I have not seen it I have no idea what that is Felicity Jones for the theory of everything um I'm sure she's great Julianne Moore, uh, aka Amber Waves, uh, on in Still Alice. Amber Waves from Boogie Nights. She will always be. Okay. She will always. You've seen Boogie Nights, yeah? Uh, Alone, yeah, like once. Long time. That's a great movie. They should nominate that one again. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in. I'm in favor of these retroactive nominations. Yeah. No. Absolutely. We should go back and do it. Yeah. Um. Rose Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl. I'm assuming uh, I don't have it in front of me that she plays the the titular girl who is gone, um, who was really good and really creepy and made me not. So she was that girl who was gone. She was the girl who was gone. Mm. She's gone. Um, and I won't uh, I won't spoil it for you, but she, oh, I know she may gone. not be gone. Oh man, she may be back. Oh boy. Then next one it's Back Girl. Back Girl. It sounds like a superhero. It movie. really does. Uh, best supporting actor Robert Duvall for The Judge. Um, <clears throat> Edward Norton's in there. God, Edward Norton's in Birdman. Yeah, we really do have to see that. We're terrible pop fans right now. Yep. Um, yeah, and it just goes on and on and on. Um, best picture. American <laughs> it just Sniper. keeps going. I could see that this this uh, this award seat this award show is going to go. Probably five or six hours. Yeah, I mean that that is going to be the busiest orchestra in in all of <laughs> entertainment. Um, that hi, I just like to thank. <laughs> um, okay, so best picture, American Sniper. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Are you going to see it? Not in theaters. Yeah, neither am I. Uh, Birdman. Yes. I might see that one in theater. We should I would go love see to. that together. I would love to. We'll go see that. Maybe yes. we'll uh, we'll record us watching it illegally. Well, yeah. Which would be great. Also live tweet. Yeah. Because um, it's Birdman. You want to tweet. Uh, studio, we're kidding. We, we, yeah, if you're going to hack us. Uh, boyhood, uh, again, Cable, yeah. maybe. Netflix. I, that looks like another weepy movie. <laughs> Get that weak shit out of here. <laughs> um, Grand Budapest Hotel, that's on um, HBO, HBO Go. So oh. I'm going to watch that. Um, I'd like to see that too. The Imitation Game, haven't seen it, want to see it. Mm-hmm. Selma. We'll see it. Yeah. Uh, the Theory of Everything, I'll see that. And then Whiplash, your, uh, yes. your jazz drummer movie. Actually, I have tried to see that movie. It was not playing anywhere near here. Wow. Yeah. Now, it might be now since, you know, it's got Not the even Oscar the Kentucky? Bus. No, not even the Kentucky. This Now, this was when they were running commercials for it, um, maybe about two months ago. And I actively- I haven't even seen it. I actively tried to go see the movie. And without driving three hours away, could not see it. So, you hear that, film distributors? If uh, if you have to drive three hours to see your movie, um, yeah, we're probably not going to see it. No, but I imagine now it's it's probably going to be if it hasn't already been at the Kentucky Theater or elsewhere with the Oscar buzz. So they will put it back. Heading. So that's the Oscars. That's that's, the Oscars. that's award season. There are other awards. Uh, 
you know, independent spirit, but really, come on, who cares? Um, actually, those those are kind of funny if you ever watch them. I remember Andy Samberg did uh, host of the, the American Spirit <laughs> or the Independent Spirit Awards or something like that, and that was mm-hmm. pretty good. But yeah, yeah, right. So, what are we looking forward to? Yeah, with this know? is 2015. Um, personally, um, I'm a little upset that we didn't get our hoverboards as Back to the Future 2 well, promised us. Here's the thing about that, Greg. Do you know what date they went into the future? It was 2015, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but the the exact day. Oh, month. no, no, no. What day is it? October 21st, 2015. Uh, so so we we're talking about left. end end of 2015 that they traveled to, basically. So Ooh. there's time. This summer, they could come out with hoverboards. Yeah. And actually, technically, there are hoverboards. This came out last year in the prototype stage. They're not as, as sleek and as small as in Back to the Future Part 2, but they do exist. The technology does exist, and they were predicting sometime in 2015 they would actually come out with a model that you can buy. Wow. So, bleh. Okay. Well, great. That's... <laughs> That's been our discussion of things that we're looking forward to in 2015. We in I show. Mean, I, I I'm think just going to go ahead done. and hit stop on the. I, I think we're done here. And uh, no, um, the Nike Power Laces. I think they're working on those too. Yeah, love to have those Power Laces. Yeah. What is a Power Lace? You step into it and it. Zip and oh, it you're kidding me! Your come on, it's from Back to the Future Part Two. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh, come on. Dude. I know. I know. Um, okay. Number one thing you're looking forward to in 2015, go. Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Now, if we have to go in, like, order of time, um, the Avengers Age of, Age of Ultron, so I can see the new Star Wars trailer, which is going to oh, be... Oh, my God. Yeah, which is going to be on that movie. Which I'll probably... And I'll probably have... You know, it's a dirty little secret. I've really seen not very many of the Marvel movies, and I need to get on that. I feel like uh, my fanhood is in question. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, so I need to catch up on those so we can see the Age of Ultron and the trailer together. How many people do you think buy a ticket to that movie, stick around for the trailer, and then walk out? <laughs> I mean, I can see some people doing that, but it's such an anticipated movie in its own right. In its right, own right, yeah. That people probably stick around. Yeah. Um, now, we do have your ridiculously loyal DC fans who wouldn't go yeah. see a Marvel movie, but... really. I don't think that those are very many, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. Um, so Star Wars is yours. I am going to go out of left field here. Um, my most an- my most anticipated, uh, it's not a film, it's a TV. It is the series finale of Mad Men. Oh. Um, I've been watching the show since it started back in 2007, whatever the hell it was. Um, they split, they did a standard 13 or whatever last um last season of Mad Men, but they split it over two years, which AMC's mm-hmm. been doing to get more mileage out of some of these more possible shows. So the last yeah. half of the season ends. I'm really excited to see how they end it. Um the guy who writes it um was also a writer on the Sopranos, so I imagine the last scene will be Betty and Don <laughs> and the family. Fade to black. And then it'll fade to black and we won't know whether he was, you know, shot or whatever. Oh, no, probably not. That would definitely not happen. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, I'm 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 hyped for that. Mm-hmm. Um it's been interesting to see how how it's evolved, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. What's going to happen mm. to Don Draper? What would Don Draper do? Probably drink an old fashioned, smoke a cigarette and then have sex with a woman not his wife. 
Um, that's that's pretty much spoiler the alert. That is the <laughs> that is the Don Draper trifecta. Wow. But no, I'm really looking forward to that. There's a lot of TV coming out. Um, there's the uh, the last season. I'm very sad to say of uh, Parks and Recreation. Now here's what I've been doing for the past eh, probably not even a month. I have been cannonballing that show. Oh, what do you think? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I'm on. Who's your favorite character? I wasn't expecting that, Greg. I wasn't expecting that question, so I don't have an answer. Yeah, the answer is Ron Swanson. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's the answer. Oh, that's the answer. that's the answer. The correct <laughs> answer is Ron Swanson. Ron, yeah, Ron Swanson. Uh, yeah. We we would also accept um, his alter ego. Oh, Dick Silver or uh, Duke Silver. Duke Silver. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duke Silver. That is also an acceptable answer. Mm. Yeah. No, it's uh, so it won't spoil you because you're cannonballing through it. Yeah. But um, really good start to the last season. Okay, so there's been, what, two episodes so far? Two episodes. Actually, this is In so the same funny. night, right? On the same night, um, NBC, beloved network that it is, uh, wants to get this off the air as fast as possible. So they are burning off two episodes every, every week um, just to get it out. Why? Because it's low rated and they don't want to be as... There had been... You know, NBC for years and years and years had been this place where there'd be these really low-rated, but very critically acclaimed, acclaimed <laughs> sitcoms like Thirty Rock, yeah. Community, yeah. Um, Parks and Rec, um, and they've just been trying to get rid of all of them. The problem is, the shit that they put on to replace them gets rated even worse. So they have to come. So that's why they had to give Community another season. Mm-hmm. They brought Parks and Rec back again because they really don't have anything in the bullpen. Right. So, um, so we get to watch two episodes of Parks and Rec every Thursday. But you know, whatever. Wow. It's sad that it's sad that it's going out like this. That is sad because I was really trying to catch up, and obviously I, I didn't make it. But I thought you know I can can record. You know, an episode yeah. and keep a little bit in in the coffer and then because I'm like almost halfway through season five. Yeah. So this is season seven, right? The last. Yeah. So that makes it harder for me. If they're doing two every two every week, but um, so pop fans, all both of you, um, start watching Parks and Rec, especially if you have a Nielsen box, and show those NBC POSs. Yes. Um, what a what they're doing wrong yeah i mean it's award-winning right it's it's award-winning it's a great show it's uh it's a feel-good show um you know it's it's amy poehler it's uh it's aziz ansari i mean it's a lot of people who are really great we're you know um so looking forward to that looking forward also the final season of justified tv's justified which you should be watching as a kentuckian <laughs> Not um, all of our listener is or listeners are uh, from Kentucky, possibly. That's true. It's possible that we may have people outside of the state of Kentucky, Stretched but out. it's uh, it's California by way of Kentucky where they film it. Um, great show, uh, Tim Oliphant, um, Walt Goggins, two great actors. Interested to see how that one ends. Um, that's another one that's done really well for FX, and it's kind of a critical darling. Um, last season was. Okay, um, but the previous four before that were just lights out great. Mm. So uh, do yourselves a favor out there. If you aren't on the Justified bandwagon, get on it. It's great. Get on that ride while um, 
well, the last few are airing this hmm. this spring. Now, are you caught up on It's Always Sunny? Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm uh, I, somehow I've slipped about two seasons behind. Yeah, is it keeping its, its quality up? It's funny because that show's been on now for a long time. I'm wondering when that's gonna. They actually they were uh, they were interviewed at the Television Critics Association, uh, or I think it was the TCA. It's one of the one of the press tours. And um, they said they will continue doing it forever because they see no reason to stop. Wow. They're in their 10th season now. Sounds about right. And, um, yeah, and they had the episode was really funny. They were all on a plane trying to drink 50 beers because Wade Boggs supposedly did it and then played <laughs> played a game the next day. So, they, yeah, it was really great. It was really funny. Um, wow. Yeah, they're they're still bringing their fastball. Good. Well, that's good to hear. Man. Yeah, you got to get on that. So uh, anyway, I mean, most of what I've been looking forward to is TV. Uh, however, I'm also looking forward to Star Wars. Um, I'm looking forward to. Um... Well, this just popped in my mind, movie wise. How about this Mad Max movie? Have you have you been watching the trailer? You've been seeing? This no, stuff? I haven't. Oh, um, I've heard about it. I've... A lot of people on the uh, on the interwebs are really losing their mind over it. They're, they're yeah, they're psyched. It seems to be. Have you been Have you been a Mad Max fan? Uh, I mean, I've seen them. Probably Thunderdome the most. Um, I've I think I saw the original one, and I when I was a kid, it was like on our Fox affiliate. And I, it was one, you know, it was back before we had cable. So, and I just couldn't figure it out. And I've always yeah. kind of been, I've always kind of been, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Probably not the best yeah. to see for the first time when you're a kid because, yeah. It, it, but, but yeah, a lot of people, some people are saying, like, that's the movie they're most forward. Now, is Mel Gibson in it? Is he? No, 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 no. So no, that's, yeah. It's because you could imagine like a bizarro, you know, Mel Gibson as the star, and <laughs> right. then, uh, and then the uh, the the bad guys are you know Jewish Hollywood executives because <laughs> we all know he's an anti-Semite. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Now so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part Two. Really? That will probably that's coming out. I have not seen Mark Mockingjay Part One. Uh, I understand there will be a Mockingjay at some point. Um, Mockingjay Part Two, Katniss Strikes Back. Right. Um, I saw the first two; those were great. I'm I've actually see seen it. it. I've seen it. I'm gonna see it, and 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 that'll be good. Uh, are you looking forward to the Fifty Shades of Grey movie? No, I'm looking forward to not ever seeing it. Is what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> uh, I thought it was really funny. I saw Unbroken in December, and uh, with my dad, um, it was a good movie. Um, but the, the previews, the first one was for this, one of those like God's not dead movies. I mean, as a, you know, marketed towards, you know, Christians and very, very the opposite of 50 shades of gray. (laughs) I shit you not. The very next trailer was 50 shades of gray. (laughs) It was so perfect. I mean, someone's got to get, and that was a little uncomfortable sitting next to my dad. Right. Um, kind of matches the time I went to see Knocked Up with my parents. Oh, that was not that was not great. Yeah, I I've had a few moments like that. Um, being in the theater when I was a kid, went with my sister to see Interview with a Vampire, 
and there's that scene where they're at the theater and they bring out the girl and they strip her completely down. Oh God! And it was just it was uncomfortable because you're you know sitting right next to your sister and you're like, oh, uh, a little yeah, yeah. So those moments happen. They're unfortunate. But yeah, who who's the, who's the genius? Yeah, we'll put this preview and then we'll put uh, oh Fifty Shades of Grey. That'll be come on. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I remember were, Stephanie started reading the book, and she said, I just cannot continue to do this. Well, good for her. Yeah. She started reading it because everybody, because it started as this, I want to say it was almost a free ebook in the beginning is how she wrote it, and then it spread out on, it was like the most read thing on Kindle. And now it's going to be a, a major yeah. motion picture. And, um, yeah. Wow. I just... Um, yeah, it's weird, you know, um, people have said they sat next to people on a plane who were reading it. Um, a person at work brought it to work and read it Yeah, there, and it's just like... That's a bold move, reading a book at work. Well, <laughs> not for this particular person, but... I don't know what person we're talking about, but we'll leave that be. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like... I mean, it is, it is just... It's a book. There's no pictures. It's not video. It's not like you're going to offend anyone with a visual. But the fact that, you know, I've I've been curious. So I looked up just like an ex- excerpt online so I could read it to see what it, what it was all. Is this your way of telling me you've read all no. the Shades of Grey <laughs> no, books? No, 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 no. Because I wouldn't have done it in so public no, a forum, no, no, Chad. No. Uh, I have not. I have not. For those of you at home, Chad is blushing. Right <laughs> but I did read this excerpt. And, uh, yeah, it's like straight up literary porn. Yeah. Right? So if you're sitting next to someone on a plane or at a, you know, a place where you, you uh, a public space that you can't, you can't get up and go sit somewhere else, you know, like on yeah. a plane, you just have to realize that they're reading, you know, it's eye porn. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, or literary porn, I guess, or whatever, that they're completely off in their own little world and they're sitting right next to you. Things are happening in their body. Now, have you ever had that that awkward moment where... um, Hashtag. Hashtag. Where you're sitting on a plane and you're watching, say, The Sopranos on your, your, you know... Oh, okay. On your device. It's not playing on the plane. Yeah, it's not not playing on the plane. You're playing it and then it's the bada-bing scene where they're at the strip club. Oh, right. Yeah. That's happened to me before. Mm, I haven't. Yeah. I'm not a big... I panically shut the laptop and... Uh, yeah. And... Or you get those those privacy screen things, you know, where people can't... God, that seems even... Worse, that, right? Even it does kind of seem worse. That's like your own private peep show. No, on a plane, I'm a music or sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't sleep on a plane. I'm too tall. <laughs> True. I'm just like wedged into this tiny little <laughs> space. <laughs> and uh yeah, it's not comfortable. The plane itself is too small for me. The plane you. itself is usually too small for me. Yeah. No, I can totally sleep on a plane. But I can't wa- I've never watched anything longer than a YouTube video on my phone ever. Yeah. Like, you know, Dave will watch like an entire movie on his phone on the plane. And what is the what is the best movie you've seen on play on a plane? Because the bar is pretty none. low for that one. None. Uh, it's more TV. I think I saw some episodes of Community for the first time yeah. on a plane. I was like, hey, this is actually funny. I saw Fever Pitch, oh, and that wow. was bad. Wow. 
Run me and through that again. I can't even remember. Fever pitch was Jimmy. Here, I'll do the the Hollywood pitch for you. Jimmy Give me the Fallon, pitch. Boston Red Sox, Drew Barrymore, go. Um, it was he was a huge Boston Red Sox fan. Drew Barrymore was his girlfriend. He was hiding that he was such a huge Boston Red Sox fan, was keeping it from her, and then he decides magically, well, if I make her a Red Sox fan, then we'll, we'll the conflict will be eliminated. Right. The only thing that was kind of interesting about that movie, which was really forgettable, was they filmed it like guerrilla style at the World Series ah. when the Boston Red Sox won for the first time in 80-plus years. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was a good shot, but really it was a mm. shitty movie. And then Sahara with our boy Steve Zahn, fellow right. Lexingtonian or Georgetownian, yeah, and uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't I you won't. do it. I won't. Uh, huh. Well, that's cool. Speaking of Jimmy Fallon in the cinema, not had the best luck. No. Uh, so there's Fever Pitch. There's um, Taxi. Taxi, the one with Queen Latifah. Oh, wow. That was bad. But he is this beloved uh, TV show host. He's now. killing it. Yeah. And its ratings are insane. Yeah. He's. I just saw a uh, comedians in cars getting coffee with him uh, the other day. On on, uh, on God, crackle, he, he does not need coffee. No. Um, <laughs> speaking of things, now back segging back into our topic, uh, things that we're excited about for this year. You go on. Cold. I'm going to crank down this this heater. It's getting a little hot over it's here. It's getting a little hot. It's getting ahead. a little swampy. It's a little swamp, a little swampy in, in the pod cave. Um, Stephen Colbert is going to be hosting. Is going to be succeeding uh, David Letterman. Um, so that happens, I think, in October, sometime in the fall. Mm. And it'll be interesting. He's retired as Colbert character. That's something we had to say goodbye to yeah. in December. Really sad about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's going to be taking over as the real Stephen Colbert uh, for David Letterman in Late Night. Um, I think he's going to be really funny. I'm interested to see what the format's going to be. There's been a lot of talk of, is he going to mess with the format? Is he going to do the monologue? bits guest musical guest out i think it'd be really funny if he did but um he's got an opportunity to change it up yeah um but that's going to be i'm really looking forward to that because i'm going to miss not having stephen colbert um on my television for a couple of months definitely and you know what i think is unfair as far as people being fans or not fans of stephen colbert are people's Political affiliations. Yeah. Some people didn't watch his show just because you know they're they're very conservative or, or whatever, yeah. and didn't ever give him a chance. And they don't know how funny he is. Yeah, he is quick. He. Oh uh, my gosh! I mean, there's some of the funniest people ever on television now. Between John Oliver and Stephen Colbert, and you know, John Stewart's still bringing it. Um, you know. Yeah, I think I've said this before. I'm not the hugest Stewart fan. Not the biggest John Oliver fan, just because I feel like he's always yelling at me. Yeah, um, <laughs> he is kind of yelling at us. But they are they are funny. But I've as soon as Colbert came on, I was like, yeah. oh, I'm watching the Colbert Report instead of the Daily Show, and yeah, it's yes. Well, he, he is the sharpest actor. Is and starting uh, this week um, will be um, the Nightly Show. The Nightly Show, with Larry right. Wilmore, which I'm at, I think he's really funny. Mm-hmm. He's got big shoes to step into. <laughs> I do not envy. Probably going to be harder for him, I think, than it will be for Colbert. I would following imagine. Dave. I would imagine. Um, but I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah. Um, it is kind of sad that 
we are stepping out of an era. Um, we're both gentlemen of a certain age that, uh, <laughs> you know, we've had Letterman. We've had, uh, I mean, I actually remember Johnny Carson. I remember Johnny Carson, yeah. Um, and Conan, who luckily is still on. Yeah. But, uh, is Cable still on? Yes. I'm kidding. I love Cable, cable and Conan. Uh, now with Letterman leaving, I mean, this is, first it was Leno, which I was never a Leno fan. Yeah. I think he's unfunny. Never liked that guy. Um, but now with Letterman leaving, it's, it's we're giving it up all to these new guys, which is fine because they're all funny. I mean, Kimball is meh. I think Kimball's funny. He's Some right. of his bits are funny. Uh, and uh, the Man Show. <laughs> the Man Show guy. The Man Show guy. Uh, no, that is Kimball. Yeah, Kimball. Um, who, who am I thinking of then? Uh Kimmel. You're thinking of uh, Seth Myers. Seth Myers, thank you. Which Jeez. is really, his show's actually, we watch it, it's funny. Okay, I haven't he's, really he's good. I haven't really given it a chance. And Saturday Night Live has appreciably gone down since he's left <laughs> as head writer. Oh, have you watched it lately? I did. I watched it last night, actually. There's some Kevin funny Hart. bits, but man, yeah. Weekend Update is, they need to, they need to euthanize it. Seems like they have... They'll have a, a round of good hosts, then the bad, then the good. It seems like they just yeah. kind of go like that. I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's. A, I've been reading uh, actually the the oral history of Saturday Night Live mm -hmm. um, recently, and it's a tough. Sh and it's had peaks and valleys, but it is it is a hard show to do. Um, I think, um, and it never, you know, people will have prematurely buried it for for a lot. I think it'll continue to go as long as Lauren Michaels is around. I think so. I um, mean, actually. Another thing to look forward to is its 40th anniversary special right. is in February. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. But, yeah, they need to do something with Update. I mean, especially when you see what Colbert is doing and Jon Stewart and yeah, John it's, Oliver. It's out there. And they've got never a whole week. been as good. It's never been as good yeah, as, it's, that, as it's, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they've got a whole week to do it. Um, so, anyway. but who's, uh, who's your favorite Update host? Oh, of all time? All time. I tell you what, I probably watched it more regularly when Seth Meyers was doing it. Okay. So Seth Meyers, uh, I thought Tina Fey was great. Yes. Um, yeah, God, they've, there have been some good ones. Tina Fey, mm -hmm. uh, Amy Poehler, Jimmy Fallon. I'm going to say, and it's probably recency bias, but Seth Meyers, I just thought he was really funny. Mm. Well, how about you? Colin Quinn? Colin Quinn. Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald. <laughs> He had his one style. No, that's not my real answer. But I just want to say he had his one style of jokes. He would tell a joke purposely not funny, so he could react to the audience. Yeah, not reacting. And he would ah, uh, gonna say the punchline again. Yeah, yeah, and then go on to the next. And that was that's his shtick. Uh, I, don't I think know. I think it's hilarious that they told him to take it easy on OJ because Don Olemeyer, who was over Saturday Night Live, uh -huh. was a personal friend of OJ's, Ooh. and uh, he continued to to and then that's what got him fired. Awesome, was going after a murderer. So bravo, Norm McDonald. <laughs> Trying to bring justice to the world. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I liked Kevin Nealon a lot. Yeah, he was really funny. Um, but probably Tina Fey. And she never did it solo, did she? She was always she didn't do it solo. It was her and Jimmy, and then her and Amy. Yeah, any any incarnation with Tina Fey. Yeah, I Tina, think. everything Tina Fey does is great. And yeah. Tina Fey, speaking again of things to anticipate, I don't know if it's coming out this year, maybe next year, but 
uh, they're doing a movie together, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. That's about time. Sisters, yeah. So that'll be good. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to this year. Pop fans, you've got it. I mean, your cup (laughs) overflowing. It does overflow. With with fandom. So Hmm. um, we haven't talked about Jurassic World. Oh, that's They're right! A new Jurassic Park movie with uh, with Star Lord. Star Lord, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no. It just looks batshit crazy. <laughs> it looks like your standard Chris Pratt is telling everybody, "Hey, it's a bad idea. Bad idea. Splicing these dinosaurs. Bad idea. Tell you what, gonna come back and bite you in the ass." And the rest of the movie is it biting them in the ass and the face right. and the, the right. arm and chewing them up. And yeah, I look forward to it. Now, Chris Pratt is a commodity. That I'm really interested to watch because, you know, he got his fame on Parks and Rec, doing the Andy Dwyer, you know, shtick, and then Guardians of the Galaxy catapulted him oh into my this God, new stratosphere too. That should have been nominated for an Oscar. I agree. <laughs> and he did the whole body transformation thing. He got buffed up. Yeah. Um. So now I'm sensing either he's going to continue to to rise and take different roles and kind of almost do like the Jim Carrey thing where then he starts to do serious stuff but then yeah. hopefully it actually works out for him unlike Jim Carrey or it's going to go the Melissa McCarthy route where we just get tired of it real quick I think I think if he stays out of the romantic comedy lead rut, then I think he'll be fine. Good point. Because when you just start shitting out those terrible rom-coms, yeah. I think is when you really start to get tired of people. Yeah. I, I mean, he's just so freaking likable. Yeah. I think if he just picks, if he picks good material, he's, I mean, he's this generate, what would you even, I think he's a nicer Harrison Ford. <laughs> I mean, okay. really. He I could see he's, that. He's like your, I mean, if you're casting the original Star Wars this year, he's your Han Solo. He's a lot funnier, though. Yeah, you know, and that's natural. That's not. Yeah. I don't think that's just his roles. That's him. No, yeah, well, he is funnier, and it, and I think, uh, but I think it brings. You know, I think um, you st- got to mention Breaking Bad again. But they brought in a lot of comedians into dramatic roles. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Bill Burr. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people who are comedic guys um, doing dramatic roles because they can do both. Cranston. Yeah, well. Cranston. Because a lot of people, you know, what what his contention was is that it's it's a lot harder to do comedy, and if you can do comedy, then you can do drama too. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited to see, and and I wish. Oh God, I I really don't want to wait until 2017. The next Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but we have to. Yes, we have to. I mean, I know it'll be like ten Star Wars movies between now and then. (laughs) (laughs) You said you're not up on the Marvel movies, but I've seen them all, and it is my favorite. Yeah, it is my favorite. I do think Avengers is like second. We've talked about this on the Twenty One podcast, but um, it's just so good. I was so excited for that movie, and then it lived up to the hype. See, I didn't. I. I saw the preview for it, not knowing anything about the property. I was like, no one did. I was like, well, whatever. Right. I mean, they're they're shitting out these Marvel movies again, and I read the reviews, and they were like, this is the it's legit. Shit. So, you know, we went to see it, and I was like, oh my god, this is the. But Stephanie and I, and Stephanie's not a huge movie person. She's like, that is the best movie I've ever seen, <laughs> or not ever seen. But right. It was one of the one of the best movies. She's yeah, seen. it's it so good. fun. It's so fun. And it, and it should get an Oscar because it should be for the best movie, not the best serious movie. I know we've I mean, talked about that before on the yeah. on the Twenty One podcast so much that it's just yeah, it's too bad. so unfair. And... So let me add my voice to it. Exactly, you know, thank you. 
add add that add that voice. Um, so here we've got a list of the. This is from I think CBS. I want to credit them. Yeah, CBSNews.com. Uh, a list of the biggest male breakout movie star for 2015. Um, number one, Jamie Dornan, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I know. Seriously? Number two, John Boyega, Star yeah. Wars, The Force Awakens. Yeah, I think that's pretty much guaranteed. Y'all. Uh, Levi Miller for Pan. I have no idea who that, who or what or anything of that is. Um, Neil Sethi for The Jungle Book. Great. Um, and then Tony Ja for Furious 7, which is that? Is that the movie that Paul Walker died before he finished um it's got to be right yes it is because his last one was fast six and now it's furious seven. Oh, that's so dumb rest in peace paul walker but your movie series was shitty yeah um biggest female breakout movie star of 2015 daisy ridley star wars star the wars? force awakens yeah uh lily james for cinderella i thought they already did cinderella and pride and prejudice and dot and zombies Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I've never read that book, but I've seen a huh. cover for it. It looks pretty. It's like Jane Austen with zombies. Cool. Yeah. So we'll we'll look forward to that. Dakota Johnson for uh, Twenty Shades of Purple. Just kidding. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, and a bigger splash, which I guess yeah. So we're gonna see her oh, with a ball boy. gag. Uh, Kate Mara. I already think Kate Mara is a breakout star. I mean, if you've seen House of Cards. Let's just say she's getting it done mm. for the Fantastic Four. They're doing another Fantastic Four. It's a reboot. At some point, are they legally not able to use the word fantastic because <laughs> the, the mediocre, mediocre four? four. Oh! We did not. We're firing on all yeah. two cylinders on this show. And uh, <laughs> Sophia Butella for Kingsman, Kingsman, the Secret Service. Kingsman. Yeah. Which I think looks pretty interesting. It, it does. Um there's actually a red band trailer out there that you can go and watch and realize it's a completely different movie than what they show on TV. It's actually, I mean, it's rated R. Yeah. So there's F-bombs, there's more violence. Really? Yeah. It's, it's not messing around. Okay. Yeah, so on go the watch list. the red band trailer. It's on the list. Actually, uh, I, I got to the movie theater one time about 20 minutes early. What was I seeing? Oh, Horrible Bosses 2, which... I really liked. I yeah, thought, I thought it was good, just as good as the first. Horrible bosses too, more horribler. <laughs> it was more horribler in the fact that it was just as good. Uh, but so yeah, I got there early for whatever reason, and I took uh, like a survey thing. Like this woman, I I thought she was interested in, which she probably still was going. <laughs> but no, she actually wanted me to to watch these trailers and then like rate it and it was actually kingsman really yeah it's like so based on this tv uh advertisement you know what do you think the movie's about it's advertisement what did you know and um i i made sure to talk about breaking bad somehow and each of of my answers was like it's not unlike breaking bad episode come on the scene two come uh, on the show vince gilligan yeah uh season four episode two when jesse you know I don't know. Said bitch. I don't know. You know, but so there actually is a newsy component to this. There's two things coming out that are related to Breaking Bad. One, one is, is in February. Battle Creek, 
which is the CBS drama that Vince Gilligan is now going to be the showrunner for. Ah, It's set in the titular show, Battle Creek, I think in Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's and the it's second a, time it's you said thing. titular yeah, I know. this show. I just like saying tit. Okay. Um, and uh, it looks fairly interesting. The The guy from uh, Liz Lemon's uh, Bad Boyfriend. Hey, dummy. Um, oh, I can't remember his the, name. Uh, uh, the the uh, Chaos. Chaos. Mayhem. Mayhem, that's right. Yeah, he's the lead. Wow, so that, yeah, I like him. That looks that looks pretty good. And Dennis Duffy, his name is Dennis, Dennis Duffy, <laughs> the Beeper King the Beeper of King. New York City. <laughs> okay, and the other one is Better, Better Call, Call Saul. Saul. Ah, Bob Odenkirk. The are you worried? Are you worried that's going to taint if it's not good? <sighs> I think it's going to be good though. Uh, forgive my ignorance, but is Gilligan? completely involved he's part he's a part of it but it's it's another breaking bad producer who i think is the showrunner but he's involved scares me a little yeah but but jonathan banks is in it yes i just saw him on an episode of parks and recs actually yeah he's been been and he was in the most recent season of community too oh there you go um i'm gonna watch it i think it's it is a little scary yeah because this is kind of a more of a comedic show yeah uh, it's like the ratio that they had of drama to comedy on Breaking Bad is switched for this one. Yeah. So it's more comedy, less drama. But I have faith, you know? I really hope they don't do a lot of cameos from the other actors because... I hope they don't rely on that, yeah. Because, man, Jesse is not looking young anymore. <laughs> I mean, he and is... And this is a prequel. He is, he is blown up. Um, yeah. yeah. Did anyway. you see Need for Speed? No. Me either. Sorry. I kind of I, I kind of do now, but just from a filmmaker's standpoint, because I know now how many cameras they used, which cameras um, that you know they use GoPros in it, but they also used uh, the five D, like the camera that we shoot on. They use another Canon camera and then uh, an Ari Alexis. That really packs the theaters. Well, yeah, yeah. For me, I'm like, oh, really? I want to see awesome. which shots they use it. But, you know, for me, it's it's all just like you know. Geek stuff, but um, besides that, yeah, I didn't really yeah, see no. it, man. Sorry, Jesse. But so we started the show with uh, our what New Year's resolution. Did we start it? So I think it'd be fitting that we we bring this to a conclusion. Let's talk about what our resolutions for our fandom this year. What are we gonna do to be a better fan? Ah. Or is there? And this is where you know listeners out there. Tell us what you're going to do to be a better fan. Yeah. You know, tweet at us, email, you know, come to Chad's house and say hi. <laughs> yeah. Don't come to my house. Um, Let me just go ahead and give you that address. I am going to see more movies in the theater. I say that every year. Every time I go, I really have an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of fun. It is expensive. Um, but if you st- knock out that 3D crap, it won't be as expensive. 3D is awesome. <laughs> Shut up. And I won't. So, you know, I'm going to try and be more in on the movies. The TV thing, it's just easier. I mean, it's so much easier to stay up on because it's in your house and I don't have to leave the house. True. But I'm going to try and go see movies. That is that is my fanhood resolution for this year. Chad, what's yours? Mine is to to get in deeper with one of my biggest fandoms, which is Star Wars. And... It's so easy because I have, like, a Star Wars life coach, you know, who I work with. 
Yeah. In Dave Cottingham. I can just be like, Dave, I didn't buy the new books. Just tell me. But just tell me about it. Yeah. You know? Dave, I watched this episode of Star Wars Rebels, and I didn't totally get this. What was that about? Oh, really? It's from... Okay, gotcha. Thanks. You know? It, Dave wants me to play Star Wars the card game, which I've refused. And I did give in, and we did play a practice round. I told him I would at least do that. And I didn't fall in love with it. It's just, to me, it's very complicated. There's a lot of rules. Yeah, and there's only so much, you know, <laughs> so much bandwidth for rules, especially for right. card games. And so, like, and Dave, for a young man about on the town, when, right. when a know, young lady comes up to you at the bar and says, So, what have you been doing? <laughs> and you lean over the bar and say, I've been playing Star Wars the card game with my best friend. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, not to knock it. However, I bet there are a lot of women out there who that would impress. And that's the trick. A lot of them in a lot of them, a lot of them in our listening listener audience right now. Oh, absolutely, no doubt. You know. But see, here's my thing. So Dave, uh, Corey, Casey, um, I think Russ is getting into it. I think Charles is getting into it. Uh, they don't need me. Yeah. You know? They do need you. Chad. They, they, Chad. Well, here, here's Chad. A, here's, here's they a, need you. Here's the thing. We need you. They have, uh, Dave and Corey have Star Wars TCG podcast yeah. where they talk about Star Wars a card game. They want to do more things where they film it. I'm like, look, you don't want me as a player. You want me to work the camera. You oh. just put it, throw a GoPro on. Uh, nah. That would be awesome. Nah. You put you could put a uh, little cameras on the each little of the cards. Little cameras, yeah, absolutely. Each of the cards, that'd be awesome. So I'm gonna offer my production skills, yeah, to it and not participate, as far as a player. Yeah. So so anyway, to answer your question, <laughs> I think there was a question at some point. Um, yeah, that's my resolution for fandom is to dive even deeper into my love of Star Wars, but. I support your go see more movies. I'm also going to shotgun more seasons of shows that I should have started. You watching You need to years get on Justified. Rather. I've heard that. I've heard that. Dave watches it, loves it. I'm going to do Community. I'm, going oh. to, I'm definitely going to do Community. We got it because we got to do recaps for Community when it comes up on Yahoo. It's coming up soon. Hmm. Yes. Because that is the pop. I mean, that's basically pop fan and sitcom form. Right. True. I, I I want you. Here's what you should. Okay. If we can give each other Uh-oh, a resolution. This is it. This is it. You need to watch the first season of Goldbergs. Yes. And then start watching the current one. And okay. I have the DVDs, and I've already burned through them again. Okay. And watch all the special features and listen to all the commentary. Yep. Watch Goldbergs. We'll watch Goldbergs. Because being someone who grew up in the 80s, or at least who was alive in the 80s, you'll appreciate it. Okay, you're watching Justified, I'm watching Goldbergs. Pop fans out there, give yourself give yourselves some kind of fanhood resolution. You need you need you know Enforce you're one great. upon your friends. You're great. We love you, but you need to do better. <laughs> you do. That's how you get an audience. You do. You you, 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 ber- you berate, berate them. them. You berate them See? in just, podcast form. We're just I'm just telling them like it is. You've got other podcasts out there telling you how great you are. Look, you're you're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're pretty okay. good. You're, you're okay. okay. But you could do better. You can so, improve. Anyway, do better. Closing thoughts. A minus. Why wasn't it an A plus? You know, I get this, I get this podcast an A plus. Oh, every time. Yeah. Final thoughts? Is that what you said? Yeah, I said final thoughts. Let's, wrap, let's wrap this baby up. Oh, geez. It's like the 21 cast all of a sudden, which I'd never have a final thought ready for. 
Um, my final thought is I loved the first trailer for Star Wars, The Force Awakens. That was a teaser. When I see the full one that actually has Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, I'm going to flip out. I tell you what we need to do. This is this is my parting thought. Mm-hmm. We need to get the whole 21 network together to go out to see the new movie when yes. it comes out, and then we need to podcast that night. Boom. All of us. Boom. I mean, we're just going to be passing mics around. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be it's going to be friggin' insane. Yeah. You're going to want to listen to it. Oh yeah. You know you want to. Oh yeah. So um, yeah. I like it. Welcome to 2015, Chad. Boom. And welcome. Here's back. to in October. When we do our 50th anniversary podcast, <laughs> I will come over here on my hoverboard. Sweet. So, oh, man. That's bringing it back, folks. Yes. That's what we call a callback. Ah, I like it. So, Wow. Good show. Yeah, great show. On I top of the it. game. A plus. You said titular twice. We we did a jinx talking at the same time. We uh, I, I feel like we're, we're ready to go. This is You've waited for it for a while. Yeah. We're bringing, we're bringing the fastball. Wow. We're bringing sexy back in podcast form. Well, <laughs> Phantomaniacs, that'll about do it here in the old Studio A pod cave. I'm Chad Perkins at Chad Perkins21. He's Greg Casey at Tall B Free. We are pop at Pop Fan. Uh, actually, we're not. We are at Popular Fanatics. <laughs> we want to do the full name. I don't even. Yeah. I'm sure at Pop Fan is a porn bot. I'm it sure. probably is. But great. follow that one too. Yeah. Uh, this is basically Pop Culture 101. With that in mind, let us say class dismissed. This has been a production of the 21 Network, a collection of weekly podcasts. For more great podcasts, visit 21network.com. To view additional content, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 21network. Follow us on Twitter at 21network for the latest news and updates. The 21 Network, for the fan and all of us.